0: When it comes to kidney stones, how do you know if you have one? How are they diagnosed and treated, and what is the WakeMed Kidney Stone Center? Let's find out with Dr. Matthew Lyons, a urological surgeon, residency site co-director for urology at WakeMed Health and Hospitals. This is WakeMed Voices, a podcast from WakeMed Health and Hospitals. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Lyons, thank you so much for your time. Let's start here. What causes kidney stones?
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is a topic I'm interested in, and it's a lot of what I do. So everybody wants to know what causes kidney stones. A large part of it, just like a lot of other medical problems, is hereditary. It gets passed down through families. So if you know of family members who have kidney stones, you're at an increased risk for forming them yourself. The other things that we can control that lead to kidney stone formation is really what we eat, our diet and specifically how much fluid we take in, whether we're dehydrated routinely or not. Folks who have medical conditions like diabetes are at increased risk. Folks who are obese are at an increased risk. So these are all risk factors that could potentially be modified by simply looking after our diet and staying hydrated.
0: So keep drinking that water. That's a good point. So the main risk factors are, one, it's hereditary, and two, lifestyle choices, so that's good to know. So what are the symptoms? How would someone know if they have a kidney stone?
1: Yeah, so the kind of classic symptoms of people with a kidney stone that they're either acutely trying to pass or has gotten stuck in their plumbing system, basically the tubes that run from the kidney on down to the bladder, there's a tube in the middle called a ureter, and that's a place with some narrowed areas that that stones can get stuck. So classically, patients will present with what we call flank pain, so that's pain in the low back, usually to one side or the other. It can even be up as high as where the rib cage is on the back. It's a sharp stabbing pain, one that might wake you up from sleep or kind of stop you in your tracks, make you feel like maybe you got electrocuted. They can be associated with nausea and vomiting, also some blood in the urine or some urinary symptoms such as frequency, meaning going to the bathroom more frequently than you're used to, some stopping and starting of the urinary stream. And rarely a fever can occur with, with this constellation of symptoms, which is something to really pay attention to because folks with a stone that's blocking the flow of urine and a urinary tract infection can actually be a life-threatening problem.
0: Mm. Oh, my. So when is it time to see the doctor then?
1: It's a very good question. You know, folks who have had kidney stones in the past kind of know what they can tolerate and what their symptoms are used to, if you're a first time stone former, I think you might have one based on the pain that you have in your back that usually kind of comes and goes, it'll last for a few hours, sharp stabbing, uh, and then may just completely disappear. If you're able to keep your pain under control, you're able to eat food and you're not having a fever, it's reasonable to inform your doctor of what's going on so they can get you in uh, in a a relative timely fashion to get some imaging and, and prove that you have a kidney stone. If you have a fever or the pain is so bad that you can't eat food and you can't get through your daily life, that's a really good time to either get in touch with your primary doctor or get in touch with us at the WakeMed Stone Center at 919-350-ROCK, and we can get you in same day to get imaging and potentially even treatment.
0: So you mentioned imaging. Is that how you diagnose kidney stones?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really the most important piece uh, because without imaging, we don't know, number one, where the stone is located in the what we call the collecting system or the plumbing system of the kidneys. Number two, we don't know how large it is, uh, and those are both factors that help us decide what treatment is best, because one of the treatments is giving you supportive medications to help you pass the stone on your own, and the other options are treatments or surgeries or procedures, so it's important to have that imaging to know where we need to go from there.
0: So treatment options are, you said, giving medications to help it pass all the way up to potential surgery. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. And again, it's all dictated by the size of the stone and the location of the stone. We use kind of x-rays in the office, which are, I always say, it's, it's kind of like a 1950s TV view of what's going on on the inside of the body. It shows a lot of kidney stones, but not all of them. Occasionally, we need to get CT scans to get the definitive picture, the kind of HD TV look at what's going on on the inside. If your stone is small, meaning less than a centimeter, we like to give you a chance to try to pass it with supportive medications and fluids, pain medications and anti-nausea medications. If your stone is larger than that, over a centimeter and in a blocking position, there's a very low likelihood that you'd be able to pass that stone, kind of on the order of single-digit percentage chance of passing it, so we talked to you about the, the different treatment options, which range from blasting the stone from the outside of the body with shock waves. that's something called shockwave lithotripsy, to something I call going up and getting the stone, which is uh, formally called uh, ureteroscopy. So we basically go inside the body, no cuts on the skin, we go into the urinary bladder and put an instrument with a small little laser fiber and chisel the stone into small pieces and remove it with a small fishing basket and remove the stone that way. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, we've all heard how painful kidney stones are. Oh, my gosh. So I guess one question would be, is there a way to help prevent kidney stones?
1: Absolutely. And this is as important part of the process and the treatment process as the actual treatment itself. You know, folks who are a first-time kidney stone former have a 50% chance of making another stone in five years if they keep doing the, the same things that they've been doing. So when I'm seeing a patient, it's their first time they formed a stone. I basically give them three rules of thumb to follow. Rule number one is you got to become a water bottle person. You have to drink enough water. And what does enough water mean? I usually tell them it's about eight to ten glasses of water a day, so 80 to 100 ounces. And it's really hard. You know, if you're like me, it's hard to get to get that much water down. So having a water bottle nearby can make that helpful and more easy for you to accomplish. Rule number two is adding lemon or lime juice into the water that you drink. It's not just an old wives' tale. Citric acid in lemon and lime juice actually helps prevent stones from, from forming up in the kidney. So it's a natural preventative, that citric acid. And then rule number three is avoiding things that are going to increase the amount of, of calcium in your urine. And those are the things we all like to eat. The fast foods, salty deli meats, sodas, all of those things are going to increase the amount of, of calcium in your in your urine and is going to increase the likelihood of you forming a kidney stone so if you can do make strides to improve those those three rules right off the bat we can hopefully decrease the likelihood of those stones coming back and for patients who've had trouble with that and continue to make stones then we start getting into the realm of of looking at medications to try to help improve all of those things
0: Okay, so those are three really good rules for us to follow. Eight to ten glasses of water a day, add some lemon or lime juice, and then stay away from all the fast foods and salty deli meats and things like that. So that's really good. So, Dr. Lyons, one last question for you, and thank you for your time. Can you tell us about the WakeMed Kidney Stone Center, which provides 24-7 access for diagnosis, treatment, and prevention?
1: Absolutely. So it's something I'm really proud of and and all of us at Wake Med Urology are really proud of. As everybody knows, it's really tough to get in to see a specialist. You usually have to go see your primary doctor, get a referral. We take the power and put it into your hands when you're having these symptoms. All you have to remember is to call the number 919-350-ROCK and that'll get you in touch with our Kidney Stone Center Coordinator She'll ask you kind of what your symptoms are, what's going on. If you're really having an acute problem and significant pain, she'll put you in touch with one of our our Kidney Stone staff members who can even prescribe medication to you over the phone. And then we can get you in and and seen in same-day fashion. So even if it's, you know, 4 in the morning and you call and you're having an, an issue, we'll get you in and seen at a location hopefully close to where you live that same day and potentially even have a treatment that same day if it's deemed that that's what you need. All we usually ask of you is to stop by one of our imaging facilities right near where the appointment's going to be and we get that important imaging like I was talking about before and that way when I see you in clinic we can come up with a good plan that number one gets you pain relief, number two gets your stone treated if it needs to be treated, and number three gets you plugged in to help working on these preventative strategies help the stones from coming back in the future.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. What a great center you have there. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Lyons, thank you so much for your time. This has really been informative and insightful. Thank you again. It's my pleasure. That's Dr. Matthew Lyons, and for more information, please visit Wakemed.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth with WakeMed Voices, brought to you by Wakemed Health and Hospitals in Raleigh, North Carolina. Thanks for listening.